Hello, everybody. My name is Yarden, and I am here joined by Lewis. Lewis, nice to meet you, Lewis. Hey, nice to meet you, man. And welcome back to episode two of Strangers Without Dangers. Um, last episode was really nice. Uh, I know Lewis listened to it, right, Lewis? Oh yes, yes, I did. I mean, it was it was it was nice. It was <laughs> it was cute. It was cute, man. <laughs> You know, uh, at the time of recording right now, uh, the first episode isn't even released yet. It's uh, releasing a little bit later this week, but, um, you know, it is what it is. So, um, j- this is going to be my last introduction uh, to you guys and to you, Lewis. So, without further ado, here we go. My name is Yarden. I am 18 years old. I am from the United States, from Jersey to be more specific. I like... Uh, Snapples. I love this Israeli food called Burekas. It's my favorite. Um, I play music. Um, I like to talk, which is why I'm doing this. And I enjoy uh, sports like basketball and ultimate frisbee and a little bit of football and volleyball and kind of like that. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, Lewis, introduce yourself. All right, so my name is Louis. I'm from Mexico. I'm studying engineering. I am very passionate about my engineering and a little in electronics. It's a, not my specialty. And I love playing basketball, um, eating a lot of food, even though it doesn't look like it. I'm very skinny. I have a big problem with uh, cold weather and wind. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, so sh- should I present like the topic right, right ahead? Uh, just real quick. Why do you have a problem with the with cold with with, with cold weather and yeah. with wind? Yeah, why? Because I'm very skinny. Oh, so you, you don't have enough body fat to to keep yeah, you, to keep you warm yeah. in the cold weather. If it's if it's like strong enough wind, I'm gonna go flying around like a squirrel. <laughs> you know, um, I'm I get called skinny a lot around the house. It gets to the point where my mom says that the only thing that like brings me up and down the stairs is like the AC going off. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a little heat. yeah. <laughs> we, we share that. We share that. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, um, Lewis, I believe you have a topic for us for the, for the day. Yes. Yes, I do. And, and I'm very grateful that you didn't said you, you were into the topic I'm going to talk about because, because if you, if you were into the topic that I'm talking about, it would, it would be just you and me just screaming to the world. Ooh, okay. So now it's just gonna be me screaming to the world, and hopefully by the end, everyone else is gonna be screaming with me. Okay. So what I'm talking about is, I'm I'm also a great fan of F1, Formula One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cars going vroom vroom around. Yeah, around very fast, very fast. Very very fast cars. So top drivers, F1. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about the the last season. You know, the championship which was a whole whole topic on itself. I'm gonna go around with the drivers, with specifically paid drivers. Okay, what a what what is a paid driver? A paid uh, driver. That's that's yeah, your topic driver. for today. Yeah, that's my my Ooh, topic for today. Interesting. Okay, so what is a paid driver? Of course, they pay all drivers. Like they're they're not doing that shit for free. Okay, man. And I'm sorry if I cursed a lot. Okay. No, no, no. Feel free. Just 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 getting ahead of that. So we are fucking about... explicit bitches. Let's go. Okay. So what, what is a pay driver? Uh, a pay driver is not necessarily a driver that is paid 
for being a driver. That's actually their job, so it makes sense. What a paid driver is, or what we refer as a paid driver, is a driver that has paid to get a seat into F1 or into any competition, car competition. I'm not going to lie to you. When you first said paid driver, the first thing that came to my mind was like an Uber driver or a taxi or something. Yeah, that would be a paid driver too. But <laughs> no, in F1 and racing, that's a whole different thing. So <laughs> uh, maybe you have the talent, maybe you not. You just got money and the team needs money. So you get money to the team and 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 you get to race for them. So so the drivers pay the teams to race for them? Yes. So they so they don't so so the team doesn't sign them, they sign themselves to the team if they have a lot of money. Yeah, it's like sort of like a condition. Like yeah, it, it's 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 a normal thing that for example, the sponsor gets to like a team needs money. So they get they reach out to a sponsor, to a company to sponsor them. So let's say it was it actually happened very fairly recently. Has this F1 team has, mm-hmm. uh, well, needed money. So they reached out to several companies. One of these companies was a German company. And the German company said, well, yeah, we're going to give you this money if you put a German dude on your team as a race, as, as a race driver, as a, as a driver. Goddamn, I'm nervous. What driver. are you nervous about? There's like, there's going to be like three people listening <laughs> yeah, to this nervous. shit. <laughs> okay, so, so... That wouldn't be classified as a paid driver, but those sort of deals are fairly common. Right. So what a paid driver exactly would be is, for example, and that's when I'm going right into the topic. For example, we got Sergio Perez, who is now with Red Bull. And I'm going back to his background. Uh, he was Formula 3, the youngest champion, ch- champion winner uh, at age 17 on 2007. Uh, he then went over to GP2. He had second place on his second season. Uh, on his first year, first year of GP2, he was he was uh, he was all right. He was good enough. Uh, but on his second year, he had, he went over to second place, fighting all the way to the championship against Pastor Maldonado, who is a very famous F1 driver. He they later later became both F1 drivers, and then he went over to F1. He he didn't went through F. F2, Formula 2. Uh, maybe I'm getting high on myself. Okay, you know what? Like, F1 is a top-notch. Then you get down, like, a, a level down, it's F2. Then a level down to that, it's F3. So what a, what a normal driver would do is go through each level and then be good enough for F1. You know? That makes sense, doesn't it? Right. Like, there are divisions. You go through up through them. You become an F1 driver. So Sergio Perez didn't did that. Didn't did that. Is that right? Okay. Didn't so he, he didn't that. went through that. He, 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 didn't, he didn't went through that path, okay? He went straight from F3 to F1 over to a team what, that needed money. Uh, what Sergio Perez has as, well, partners, sponsors. He has a lot of sponsors. He has Telmex, Telsol, Claro, Kavak, Vanorte, and Movil. Wait, 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 so, wait, 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 wait. I think I'm getting it now. So what you're telling me is that the the people that sign with the teams have sponsored for for their names? Yes, and and, so and the, the sponsors own... don't go to the team; they go to the to the specific racer. Yeah, they could go to a team. They could go to a specific racer, and then, uh, well, of course, if 
For example, I got several sponsors. Let's say you sponsor me. Okay, you have your own brand. Let's go. So let, let, let's let's say let's say strangers Lewis without incorporated. Dangers. Let's say let's say strangers without dangers sponsors me as a driver. Okay. Right. And I want to start my career as a driver, so I join uh, a carding team. Let's say. Right. So your logo is gonna be on my card and on my teammates' card because you're sponsoring me and therefore sponsoring the whole team. Okay. But you reach out to me because you want to sponsor specifically me. Okay. And so, if I so, move to another team, you're gonna move with me. So could a driver just be like a really good racer and and if if they're really rich, they could just join the team without any sponsors? That's what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to. So mm-hmm. in the case of Sergio Perez, he went straight from F3 over to F1 because of money reasons. I mean, he was really good. He was a champion in, in, in F3. Uh, he went through GP2 and had a mildly success, successful career. But he didn't went through F2. He went straight to F1, which, I mean, at the time, a lot of people were a little concerned, a little on the doubt about if that was the correct move or if Sergio Perez was good enough for F1. He went straight into F1 team Sauber. He raced there uh, on 2011 and 2012. Uh, 2011 was, you know, as a rookie, 2011, you're not expect you you you're not expecting much from them. He had a decent year. Uh, his second year was it was good. It was all right. right. Then he went over to McLaren, which at the time were going out of a championship win with uh, Lewis Hamilton. So they they had a lot of big expectations. And on 2013 with McLaren, that year was awful. Uh, some people say that it was Sergio Perez's fault. He wasn't ready for, for F1. That was like, okay, so, so people took like, okay, that year with McLaren? Yeah, this is, this is a sign that he's not ready for F1. It was an awful year. But to be fair, that car was horrible. It was a horrible car. Mm-hmm. He later went over to Force India, which was again a team that needed money. So... Sergio with all his sponsors, he he was a very attractive view. You know, he was a very attractive thing to have on a team that needed money. Right. So in Force Indy, he was 2014, which was a good year. Uh, 2015 was a meh year. Uh, 2017 was also a good year. Uh, and 2018, that was that was a cool year because Force India was at the time, uh, I think it was a one of the of three teams that were completely like like not not from a big big company it was it, it was its own thing right so they were like independent from big companies yeah, it, like it was an independent team it was one of the few independent teams okay so last year with force india 2018 it was very good he gave to the team one of their first podiums which Ooh. it's crazy for for a for an independent team do you mind explaining what a podium is i'm i'm very unfamiliar yeah, yeah, with it. yeah yeah i'm sorry yeah shit if you if you got any questions just go ahead man i'm 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 gonna answer all of them so a podium is getting into the first three places on a race mm-hmm. so, oh, okay. so they're like that's very hard okay because... so like they stand on the podium and that's yeah because... it's called the podium <laughs> yeah it's a podium so so it's it's hard because when you think about it so it, it's I should have explained this before. So every single F1 team has two seats, which refers to they have two cars that race in every single Grand Prix. Grand Prix, Grand Prix is, is the race. Right. So there are 10 teams. So each team has two cars. So they have 20 drivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you think about it, 
Force India wasn't supposed to be, he wasn't, it, it wasn't a good team. It was like top five team, top six team, maybe top four. So a podium seems like decent, no? It's like fourth best team, let's right. say. But if you think about it, there are three other teams on top of you and each team has two guys. So in total, there's six people that should be better than you just on the equipment. Right. So it's a pretty hard to, thing to do. So it was that was a really good year for him at that team. Then the team was bought by a rich dude, which I'm I'm gonna talk about later on. Uh, and it was re renamed as Racing Point, but it was the same team. So it was renamed at the middle of the 2018 season, and at the rebranding of the team, he he started like being. A shit ass driver he was very bad mm -hmm. we don't know what happened there then 2019 it was an all right season you know he 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 performed at the level of the car he didn't do anything better than the car he didn't do anything worse than the car he was just at level with the car he did what he what he was supposed to do then we get into 2020 2020 was an amazing season for him all, I mean, although that car was easily the third best car on the grid, so third best team, you know, only four other cars better than you. And he finished fourth place on that championship. That's it. The, wow. So, yeah. So he, he bested two guys with much better cars than him. Right. God. But the what, first... what determines the... Okay. When, when I think about it, you know... I'm not very uh, educated with 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 cars and and things like that. So when you say that, I'm kind of confused because usually I'm used to just if the car is better, right? If it's if the car is fat, except for cars, bro. Except for the movie Cars. Usually when okay. I, when I think of of cars, um, you know, racing, I always think that it's always obviously the driver has a lot of responsibility, and you know the yeah. driver has a lot to do with who wins and who loses. But at the end of the day, isn't what makes a winner the better car? Like just having a car that's faster and more controllable? Yes, that could happen. And it has happened. You know, uh, for example, uh, Salver, the year before, uh, uh, years prior to when Sergio was in that team, uh, they were the worst team on the grid. And for the next year, there was a whole regulation change on the aerodynamics of the of the of the car, and Sauber just nailed it with that car, and they were easily the best team around, the best car. So naturally, the their number one driver, their best best driver, won the championship. So it it, it does happen. Mm -hmm. So that does have a lot to do with you. But for example, if we go back to any other division, for example, Formula 2, GP2, F3, they are supposed to have almost the same car, every single driver. So it's a spec, spec car series, sort of like NASCAR. Right. Like NASCAR spec car. So, but I mean, spec car isn't necessarily the same car, but it's close enough and you get to do a little adjustments. Mm -hmm. But uh, on F1, oh, sorry, on sorry, F1, in F1, each team does it, it does its own thing, and they can go in different directions but achieve the same or better results. Mm -hmm. So if you have a shitty car, you're not you're not gonna 
go and win a race. Right, right. Okay, uh, but I have a question for you. I think that um, I'm I'm very interested in and very intrigued by. What car do you have? I have a BMW C3. Ooh, fancy! Incredible. Like I'm, I'm I'm repairing it currently. Yeah. Do you have any modifications to your car? Uh, exhaust intake, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm I'm planning on doing suspension next. Right. That's great. I just wish I knew what that meant. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, so so go ahead with the story. Continue with the story. Okay. So being on Racing Point his last year, he was totally amazing. He destroyed everybody that he had competition to, and some of them that were out of his league. So you could say he was he was at that. I I remember that last year. Uh, he was considered to be top five, top three racers in in F1. Mm-hmm. So he was doing really good. And he jumped over to Red Bull, which, you know, Red Bull. We all know Red Bull. They have an I F1 know Red team. Bull. It's very, very, very successful. So he jumped over to Red Bull in 2021 uh, for the 2021 F1 season. Uh, he, did, he did well enough. He did well enough for the car. Uh, he had, he, there, there are some amazing highlights. He did get a, a race win with Red Bull, which unprecedented for someone that that was on Red Bull on that second seed because the first seed is occupied by Max Verstappen, who is now right. uh, a championship winner, which I'm oh. not going to get into because it's, it's a whole ordeal. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a whole story in of itself? Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole mess. It was a whole mess, man. Ooh, oh, oh it's a uh, mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, but, okay. I, but I'm going to talk about that later. Actually, no. Maybe in another episode if, you, if, you, if I'm back. But, but <laughs> if you're I'm, back. I'm, yeah, if I'm back. But, but I'm, I'm, I, I digress, okay? And uh, and overall, it was a very good season. He mm-hmm. he did stuff on that car that a lot of people didn't do, so he kept with the team. He's he's gonna be in the team for the next season. But oh, okay. Sergio Perez is, is is an example of a driver that, yes, on first side is a paid driver, but on second thought, he has a lot of offer, a lot to offer to the teams. He's not just money; he is also a lot a talented guy. Mm. And he can do amazing things with the cars. Even right. even if it's a bad car, even if it's a good car, he can do amazing. So All what right? what makes the difference? Okay, so I I know Formula or Formula One is just, you know, racing around the track, right? It's a circular yeah. one circular track, and you have to no. Go that's that's oval racing. Uh, Formula One goes around a circuit. Oh, so it's like it's like. Okay, so it's like different surfaces and different, um, you know, like routes and like each map is like in well, a different still, place in the world. It's still asphalt and you have a line to follow, but... But it's not oval. It's like all over the place. Yeah, it's not oval. Okay. Although, yeah, oval oval might seem at first sight very simple. It's actually very hard. Yeah. So there's a lot of respect on that. Mm-hmm. But digressing. So Sergio Perez is, yeah, he, he did enter into a sport as a paid driver. But on with the years, he did learn and he did grow up. He became a really good driver. And I mean, the fact that he's with Red Bull right now, Red Bull doesn't need that money. Red Bull doesn't need the sponsors that Sergio Perez brings mm-hmm. in. Right. They have the money. They just want the talent. And Sergio Perez does that. So the label of paid driver to Sergio Perez doesn't apply anymore. Right. Now, here, here's my question. Okay, because because this whole topic is about paid drivers. But the name is kind of misleading, in my opinion. 
Because what you're telling me is that the players are the ones that are paying to be in there, right? Yeah. So what does that mean for the rest, oh, for like everybody else? What what does it mean? Like, okay, let, let, me, let me explain a little bit. What, what yeah, I no, I get it. Way. Like, okay, so what happens with a guy that's very talented but doesn't have the money? Like what happens to him? Uh, yeah. The, what, what happens is that either he gets picked up by a good team that does see what he could bring to the team or he just gets out, which I'm going to get into later. This, this, okay, this is this is just like an introduction to what a paid driver is. Oh, this the is next, this is just the uh, intro. Yeah, this is just the intro. The next pay, the next the next driver I'm going to talk about, the next couple drivers that I'm talking about. This shit makes me angry, man. Okay, so this this was this was act 1, uh the introduction. Act one. Yeah. Now now we're on to act 2. Uh, uh go ahead. Go crazy. Okay, so the next driver I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about Lance Stroll. Canadian. Lance okay. Stroll. Lance Stroll. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so the last driver, Sergio Perez. He's Mexican. So I, I might be I might be a little one-sided here, okay? Oh, you're biased? I I, I might be biased here. <laughs> but but I mean he's with Red Bull. That that makes a lot of sense, you know. Uh -huh. Red Bull does need the money, he's a good driver. Okay. Okay. Back to Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll, okay. And I might be biased here too, because I don't really I don't really like the guy but but i do see i i i'm going okay let, let's just start with this shit so formula four he did enter into formula th four at 2014 so you know formula one formula two formula three formula four he was just starting formula four at 2014 he was very good he, he did had a very good year with the car he had i think he finished sixth fourth on the championship which was good enough you know you could like uh Finishing, okay, so from 20 drivers, you finish fourth overall, then you're pretty good, man. You might, you might have a shot uh, at a higher league. So that's, that's what happened. He, he got grabbed by another team on Formula 3, so he went up the scale. He went uh, into Formula 3 at 2015, uh, which was a very good year for a rookie, you know, being your first year at that league, competing against people that are better than what you have fought against so as a rookie he did very good but then 2016 oh my god 2016 in formula 3 lance stroll demolished he fucking demolished everyone in that league mm -hmm. the, he won he won the f3 2016 championship by a long shot by the end by the end of the of the of the season he was 163 points ahead of, the, of his closest competitor. Right. So he finished like 327 points by the end of the season. And second place was 160 points behind oh, him. Oh my God. He demolished. Jeez. So, of course, I mean... You would have guessed that he went over to Formula 2. No, he didn't. He went straight to Formula 1. What happened? So, uh, Williams, uh, this independent team, again, money issues, uh, needed money, of course. So, Lance Stroll brought that money. Right. I'm going to get later into how he brought the money. Mm -hmm. And on 2017, with that... Car Williams had a, a fairly decent car back to back of the grid, but not that bad. And it, it he showed 
a lot of good promising signs that he was going to get better and he was a rising star. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You know, Formula 4, very good. Formula 3, fucking legend. He's now a legend in that series. <laughs> and 2017, as a rookie and F1, not going through F2. Promising. Mm -hmm. 2018, terrible. It was terrible. He, he, he finished dead last. He finished dead last. But to be fair, that car was awful. Backmarker. Mm -hmm. It was awful. But... He didn't, he didn't even won against his teammate. So if you have a bad car, or, or even if you have a, an amazing car, the only person you, you can be fairly compare, compared against is your teammate, because he is the only other guy on the grid that has the same car. Mm -hmm. He was terrible. And his teammate? Shit, I don't even remember the guy. He's not even good. He was, there, he was in F1 like two years and out. And he was there too because he brought money. Uh -huh. And he was terrible. Lance Stroll was shit that year. Mm -hmm. Then he moved on to Racing Point. You remember Racing Point from Sergio Perez? I do. Oh my gosh, I remember him. So he went over to Racing Point in uh, 2019. Uh, he had a bad season, but I mean, the car wasn't good. Uh, it was unreliable. So a lot of... You know, uncertainty. It's, it's hard to get consistent with a car that bad. And 2020, you remember Sergio Perez 2020? Yeah. It was amazing. It was so amazing. Sergio Perez finished that year on fourth place, almost fighting for third place. Uh, well, Lance Stroll, as Sergio's teammate, finished on 11th. Right. With that same car. Ooh. Which was easy. So they basically the did the car. same thing, but Perez was just better. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he could have he could have finished a lot higher than than just eleventh. Because remember, it was the overall third best car. Right. So he should have finished sixth or eleventh or eighth. He finished eleventh. Right. Uh, lack of consistency. I mean, the car was a lot very unreliable. Uh, I mean, it's very surprising that Sergio like managed to do what he managed to do with that car. Uh, but it was very good. Like, if 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 the engine didn't explode, the car was amazing. <laughs> right. So it was a mad year. It was it was all right. He he didn't show improvement, like on his first year, but he wasn't going worse. Mm -hmm. So benefit of the doubt. Let's hope. Let's see what happens next year. Mm -hmm. uh, the same team, Racing Point, gets rebranded as Aston Martin. Oh, I've heard that name before. Oh, 2021. So, what happens on 2021? Nothing. Huh. I, okay, I, I tell you, I'm a, I'm a big fan of F1. I watch every single race. I pay attention to a lot of drivers because I, don't, I just don't follow the, 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 you know, the two main dudes or three main dudes that are fighting for the championship. I follow everyone on the grid. And... I can't recall a single, a single moment where he excelled on that car. He just did what the car was supposed to do, and that's about it. No highlights, no surprising moments, no bad, no accidents either. It was just a meh year. And he, it, was, I, he, was, he was slow and safe. He was slow and safe. 
Yeah, you might say so. The I, opposite the, of what you the, need to be in a Formula the only One. Highlight, the only highlight I remember from Lance Stroll's um, the last year, it was mm, it was at Monaco. Uh, it was, a, I remember it. I remember it so well. It was a boring-ass race. Nothing was happening. No overtakes, no crashes, nothing. It was boring. It was a boring race. And the single overtake that was going on, I remember the television just going from, you know, this fight between two guys for, for a place. It was like, I think it was for sixth place. I can't remember who exactly it was. I think it was Carlos Sainz and uh, Alonso. I can't remember exactly who, who were fighting. But there were two drivers fighting for a, for a place on the grid. Mm -hmm. And it was the only interesting thing that was going on. And as the fight was starting, the, the camera just cu cuts over to Lance Stroll. What? For no reason. Because he just went over a curve. Okay, what a curve is, they put like this like little sausages on the edges of the curbs. Mm -hmm. so, so that, wait, you know, little what? Sausages. Like it's, what, it's what like, do you mean a, sausages? like a little bump, like a bump. No, so oh, they, oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like they lined like, up, they lined up no, like, no. like rows and rows of just meat around the no, track. No, no, no. And they're like, this is your food for lunch. Don't run it over. <laughs> you know, something like, something like yeah. that. No, they put bombs so so that drivers don't take advantage like outside the circuit. Right. So they cut to Lance Stroll just going over a bump. What? And it became it became a whole meme. I would You've stop watching Lance right Stroll. there and then. That I would it. stop watching. That was, that's that's yeah. I was so mad. Like man, I was. There was the only thing interesting going on the on the on the fucking Monaco GP, and you cut to Lance Stroll just going over that bump. Man, that was sad. But but I mean, it 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 strengthens my point of yeah, nothing happened with Lancel that year. Right. It was just a regular season, and he didn't win against his teammate, which to be fair was Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champion. So okay, very good guy. So it it's it's fair to say that it was hard to you know bet like beat his teammate. Yeah. Which is the the only guy we can fairly compare him to. Um, one, one, one just quick, uh, fun fact from Lance Stroll. He used to, he, he had this one season where he, where he competed on a endurance racing division, uh, on a team that was owned, well, par partially owned by Jackie Chan. What? Yes. Jackie Chan is actually a very, a very, well, he loves racing and he did a lot of racing stunts on his old movies. Mm -hmm. He is a very good racing driver, but I digress. So, what sponsors does he have? He uh, he is sponsored by Canada Life, which uh, I think it's an insurance company. Oh yes, yes it is. Uh, JCB, which is a construction company from Canada again. Uh, Bombardier, which is a Canadian aviation company, and Stylo, which is a helmet manufacturer. So, and it's a Canadian manufacturer, of course. So, two things jump out of here. Once, one is that you realize that Landstroll is Canadian. Uh, of course. And two is that you don't recognize any of these names. So, if I'm saying that he's a pay driver, where is the money coming from? I assume that it's His coming from the, uh, from the sponsors, right? Well, 
yeah, but no. How money do, comes with yeah? How yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. make money if you pay to be on the on the team? It's because there's one more sponsor, but he he doesn't put his label on the car. Huh. And of course, that's Daddy Daddy Stroll. Daddy. Lance dad. Yeah, Lance Stroll's dad, Lance Stroll Senior. Hmm. And he's a multi-billionaire. Let me just bring up his Wikipedia page just real quick because it's funny as hell. So Lawrence Stroll, Lawrence Sheldon Strollovic, also known as Lance Stroll Sr., is a Canadian billionaire businessman, part owner of the Aston Martin F1 team and collector of vintage Ferraris, according to Forbes. He has a net worth of $3.2 billion, billion what? as of February 2021. That has increased, okay, to be honest. And he, and it doesn't say here right now, but he's also a 16.7% stakeholder of the Aston Martin company. What? Okay, I respect that dude. I respect Lawrence Stroll Sr. He is an amazing businessman. And I do respect him for what he did with the Aston Martin company as the cars, you know? I love what he did. The, The cars right now, Aston Martin cars right now, the commercial cars, the truck cars are amazing. I love them. They look good. They are fun to drive. They are amazing, which I mean, they were also good looking before Lance Roll came into the company, but they weren't the first option for someone that was looking into a car like that. Right. They were like, they were like second or third option cars. Yeah. Because first of all, if you want a track car, you would go for a Lambo or Ferrari or McLaren. Right. And if you want a luxury car, you will go for Mercedes, uh, Rolls Royce. And Aston Martin was, wasn't the best at either of those en- both ends. And it wasn't the best at the middle ground. It was, it was on a weird point. So Lawrence Stroll came in and he revived the company. He did an amazing job with the company. And, and, I, and I respect him, and respect him in, in that regard. So his owner, part, part owner stakeholder on the Aston Martin company that and on crazy. the crazy the, the dude is a multi-billionaire part owner of Aston Martin F1 team huh what, where is Lance Stroll racing again Aston Martin 2021-2022 uh-huh could you connect the points no no I'm so confused so Lance Stroll's dad is the owner of the F1 team he's racing for. What? Lance Stroll Sr. is the is part owner of Aston Martin F1 team and Lance Stroll Jr. races for Aston Martin F1 team. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, now, that's wait. That's not what the story begins. So back on, on So his dad just lets him lets him race for them? Yes. And 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 he doesn't have to pay a single thing. Well, I mean, daddy pays for the cars. Right. So that is what? Okay, so let's go back to when he was at Williams. So that's 2017, 2018. His dad was the main sponsor of the team. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna own a basketball um team just to let my son play in the NBA. The kid, yeah, actually they... you can the kid could be like five foot three, never touched, never seen a ball in his life, and I'll be like, "Sign yeah. this man! He is a different breed." Yeah, so that's that's. I mean, he's kind of good. 
I, I do see where he's like improving and he's not being a dick about it. He has a nice enough personality, a little, a, a little, a, a little ego. How old know, is he? He's Lance Stroll. He's, he's one of the youngsters. Wait, who, how old are F1 racers usually? Mm, or does it vary like a lot? So it varies a lot, a lot, man. Because I mean, as a racing driver, as long as you just keep your health in, in check, you can, you can, you can race for years. Like NASCAR drivers, you got, you got people in their fifties racing oh, against like Jesus. dudes that are not even in the in the drinking age. What? Yeah. For example, Max Verstappen, he's the youngest driver that has ever entered into F one. He entered at age seventeen. Ooh. So you're telling me that if I had a lot of money. I could just join a join a team. Uh, precisely, there's this thing that the FIA, the FIA is like the corporation, the government, the organization that control controls all the all the like racing divisions, and now they have established uh, like points that you that you you need to get before you could get into F one. But so I like mean, you have to show that you're you're capable of being a racer yeah, you before you can join a team. Capable, yes. Um, I have driven in these divisions. So wait, you've uh, driven? No, 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 no. As, as an example, man. Oh, okay. You, you scared yeah. me. I was like, wait, am I talking to like a Formula One ra- the race? Like, yeah, like some Yuki Tsunoda. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, so back at Williams, 2017, 2018, his dad was the main sponsor for that team. Then we go over to Racing Point. You remember Sergio Perez was there, right? Right. So he buys Racing Point. He just didn't re- renamed it as Aston Martin until 2021. So he just casually just bought the whole company? Yes, because th- the rumors are is that he tried to buy Williams and Williams didn't, didn't let, them, let, let him buy it. So he got so, mad. So he, so he bought, bought the next team. best thing? So he, yeah, he, he bought another team. What? <laughs> and at that point, Sergio Perez was teammate with Esteban Ocon who at the time was doing fairly well. He was, he was younger. He was a youngster compared to Sergio Perez, who had already a lot of experience. And he was doing very well. He was competing against Sergio Perez almost race by race. So he was, both drivers, amazing. But what happened? The little kid, his son, needs, needs a seat, needs to drive an F1. So he took the decision of firing Esteban Ocon and hiring his son, his own son. Mm-hmm. And for 2020, you remember for 2021, Sergio went over to Red Bull, right? Mm-hmm. So 2020, Sergio Perez last year with Racing Point. He didn't quit. He wasn't uh, hired by Red Bull. He was fired. What? Yeah, by the beginning of the season of 2020, uh, something weird happened in the driver market. This is crazy. So this you, remember crazy. Sebastian Vettel, you remember Sebastian Vettel that I told you about right. uh, a, couple, a couple sentences ago. Yeah, yeah. So Sebastian Vettel was racing for Ferrari. You know Ferrari. Everyone knows Ferrari. So he was driving for Ferrari and uh, the, you know, the people at Ferrari, the, the organization uh, sort of like changed hands a couple of times. And uh, the people that were in charge of Ferrari, uh, Mattia Binotto, uh, didn't quite like Vettel. And he was like creating a lot of conflict inside of the team because of Charles Leclerc, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention him later on. 
Um, so yeah, Matteo Binotto basically didn't like Sebastian Vettel, so he fired him. So this Sebastian Vettel, for ex world, well, previous four-time world champion of F1, is suddenly available to hire. Mm-hmm. So Lance Stroll decides to hire him. And he's not gonna he's not gonna fucking fight his own son. So he fired Sergio Perez. What? So Bro, he fired Sergio so Perez. I am so confused. This is this is crazy. He fired Sergio Perez at the beginning of the season, and Sergio Perez goes on to make the fucking season of his career. I remember. I remember when Sergio Perez won. He he, he won like the third last race of the season. He won with that team. It was the first win of that team. He won that race. He won at Bahrain, Bahrain that year. Mm -hmm. And I remember just looking at the TV and the camera cutting over to Lance Stroll Sr. and him being mad. Mm -hmm. Him being not excited, not happy because his team just won a, a race. Him being mad. Because I don't know if it was out of out of despite of Sergio Perez or out of jealousy that he was leaving, that he just fired him. But he's gone. So pay drivers in this instance was a very bad thing because someone with talent who was who had a lot of experience and who sacrificed almost his whole career to a single team was out of a seat. Just because the owner of the team is not gonna fight his own son. Uh, this is. <laughs> That's well, what so, so the whole and so the whole so the whole concept of it is just it's just the dad got mad, and 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 everything went it went fucking haywire from there. No, the dad had the opportunity to hire someone that had a lot of experience, a previous race winner, and of course use him as as an image to promote his other companies. Right. So he fires Sergio Perez because he's not gonna have fired his son, his son, and Sergio goes on to make to make the career the season of his life. What? That's that's actually crazy. Yeah, it's it's an amazing story. And by the end of that season, Sergio Perez was still uh he didn't he didn't have a seat on the next on the next year. That's when Red Bull came in and hired Sergio to be paired with Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. And and I remember that shit. It was it was heartbreaking when when he won. I remember when Sergio Perez won that race. He crossed the line. And well, all drivers have radios, and the the audio the audio of the of the of the streaming cut to his radio, mm-hmm. and it was uh, one guy from his from his team uh, telling him, "Hey, Sergio, you've won, you've won!" And Sergio just crying, crying out of happiness, his first win in F one after wow. ten years. And the first thing he said is, hey, tell, tell me if Checo, little Checo is watching this. His son. Tell me if my son is watching this. Oh, my God. 
So yeah, I, I digressed a little. So Bro, he was F one F one has like more emotion than a Shakespeare play. No, this this is does, crazy. Yeah, so so this is this is an instance in which a pay driver was was bad for a driver that did have the talent and did have the opportunity to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, ideally, ideally if if let's say Lars Stroll wasn't the owner of that team at that point, uh he would have hired Battle and fire Lance Stroll because Battle is clearly the better driver. Right. He's not gonna fire Sergio Perez because he's clearly better than Lance Stroll. So let's keep two good guys. Let's take out the the one that's sort of meh. Mm-hmm. So, so that was bad. That was that, that, <laughs> so that was that, bad. But, but I do have hope. I do have hope. Okay. Uh, I think I think Lance Stroll uh, could improve. He he has shown a little signs of improvement you know right so he, he's not totally bad you know mm-hmm. I, i'm not blaming him i'm blaming i'm blaming his dad so oh, oh. Dad because he's an amazing businessman okay so so it's the dad's fault because he's such a good businessman well we feel like that <laughs> well i mean when you when you say it like that <laughs> yes but yes, you know, no, no, it's, I, I put it on the dad because he's spoiling his kid. Oh, yeah, no, he's that's spoiled. understandable. That, that's different, though. Okay. Yeah. I can understand yeah, that. So now we go to a driver that, because, I mean, Lance Stroll winning, like, his previous experience behind F1, he was really good. So you could see how this person might have a chance at F1. So it doesn't, it, it. I'm not mad that he got into F1. I, I, I still think he, 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 he has a seat in F1. He deserves one. Mm-hmm. But just the situation was unfair. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to Nicholas Latifi, another Canadian. I never knew there, was, there were so many rich Canadian guys, but apparently they are. So Nicholas Latifi, no, no, not no. to be uh, Canadians are, are crazy. Yeah, now they're nice. I, I have a, I've I've had really nice experience with Canadians, but I, but I I never knew they had so much money. So Nicholas Latifi, uh, not to be confused with Sheikha Latifa, Princess of Dubai. Yeah, that was a dumbass joke. <laughs> <laughs> At least okay. you tried. Thanks, I tried. I tried. So Formula <laughs> Three, uh, he went over to Formula Three. Uh, he had a very successful career in karting. Ah, oh, yeah. Every single F1 driver started his, start, started his career as, a, as karting, with karting. Okay? So they all had successful careers on karting. That's why I'm not mentioning this, okay? Mm-hmm. So Latifi on Formula 3, he stayed on Formula 3 for 2012, 2013, and 2014. Uh, he did show improvement, uh, you know, as it is staying on the same division for three years. Uh, and they were, it was, they were, he was all right on that, on, on that division. He was all right. He wasn't amazing. He wasn't exceptional. 2014 was, you know, it was his third year there against less experienced drivers. So he did well enough, you know, as it is. Right. So it was all right. Then he jumped over to Formula, Formula Renault on 2015. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was not impressive in there. He, he, as a rookie on that, on that division, he was all right. I think he finished ninth or eighth overall. Then over to Formula 2. Uh, 
he stayed on Formula 2 for three years, again, 2017, 2018, and 2019. He, again, uh, showed improvement throughout the years. Uh, he was not impressive, uh, although it is, it is a fair point to mention that on 2019, he was paired with Nick DeVries, who won that championship as his second year. So Latifi entered in 2017, and Nick DeVries entered into Formula 2 on 2018, and Nick DeVries swiped his ass on 2019. Mm -hmm. So Nick DeVries, with two years of experience in that division, oh well, one previous year of experience, uh, beat Nicholas Atifi um, with two years of experience on the same division. Mm -hmm. On the same cars, let's remember, sort of same cars, let's remember, it's a spec series. So, I mean, improvement, but not good enough. For, for your third year in any division, what is expected of the driver is to be fighting for the first three, four places of the championship. And so that's wait, what happened. Here's here's my question though. Um, when you when you win a formula, uh, an F one race, what yeah. is your prize? Money. Well, that the was that was a that was a dumb question. Go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So your third year into a spec division, what's expected of you as a rookie, as a upcoming driver, is to be fighting for, you know, the championship on your third year. Mm -hmm. that's 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 the that's that's the sign that you're showing improvement you're getting better you're you might go into the next division you know because you are showing improvement and you're doing all right so he went over to uh formula one in 2020 uh with williams team again money issues mm -hmm. 2021 and he's well now uh for 2022 which is the next season uh, he has not been impressive in that car, although to be fair, that car is awful. It has been awful in the years that he, he had been with the team. And sponsors. Uh, basically, his only sponsors are Sofina and Lavazza. Uh, I think they're both uh, food related. I think Lavazza it's a coffee company. And Sofina it's a Italian food company. I think it is. Uh, both of which are owned by his dad, Michael Michael Atifi. Mm -hmm. So this is the case of a not impressive driver. That, yeah, showing growth and a little more experience. But I mean, you wouldn't go with him. I, I mean, I, I I feel like yeah, he's. He did all right in his years on Formula One, but he hasn't he hasn't shown the potential to be a legend. He hasn't shown the potential to to really deserve that seat. So he's like he's like good, but he's not like legendary type yeah, he's worthy. Good, but he's not on the level that you would say, Oh yes, I'm gonna give this kid the chance. Okay. No, there there's a lot of, of other dudes, like for example, Nick DeVries, who I told you about, uh, who competed against Latif Latifi. On 2018 and 2019, he won that championship. He isn't in F1. Wait, what? He isn't. He is on Formula E. He he didn't. Was he that? never never. He was never offered an, uh, a seat because the at the time the only the only team that was looking for for a new driver was Williams, and they went with Latifi because Latifi had the money. Wow, that's yes. actually kind of crazy. But that, that no, shows that, that, 
That shows that the F1 drivers, like, they have to be wealthy. Yes, you do have to be wealthy. That is that is so weird. It's like, a lot of times um, in other sports, I'm used to seeing, like, oh, I started poor, and now I'm rich because I went, I, I struggled and I got better, and, and I made it to the professional league. It seems like in Formula One, it's more of a, I'm rich, and I'm and I like cars, so I'm gonna do racing. Yeah, I mean to be to be fair, racing is an expensive sport. Because well, obviously, even you need cars. You need sponsors. You need cars. You need sponsors. And yeah, but to get to get sponsors, you need cars and like to yeah. show that you're worth the race, and that's like a huge investment. Yeah, so I mean, it gets easier when you have a dad that is wealthy and well. Obviously, if if obviously. my if my if my dad owned like Ferrari, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get it, man. So so it's 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 not necessarily bad that you are you're coming from a wealthy family. It's bad when you're restricting other drivers to be on Formula One or at a level that they they should be competing because they're that good. For example, Nick DeVries. Yeah, I feel like the, uh, that sounds like a problem to me with Formula One. Then it's like it's it's restricting who can who is able to to race because you need to have enough money for a car. You need to uh, gather sponsors, and only then are you willing to give the team that you want to race for money in order that you can race. That is a lot of time and effort and tons and tons of money spent on that like i i find it hard to believe that unless you find sponsors you're gonna receive any money back i mean you could that's that's what happened with hamilton uh well sort of he 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 was he's it's gonna sound so racist but he's he's a black man so it was really hard for him to keep on going and and going through division and division and he's now Seven-time world champion. Damn. He is amazingly good. Yeah, see, that, that's another case. It's like, um, you know, racial, racial discrimination also is, is something that's probably going to come up uh, there. Because, you know, obviously, when I, when I think of, of, um, of racing, of people that I've seen racing, it's usually the first image that comes to my mind is like those like really wealthy white people. Oh yeah. You know, I never think of of somebody that's African American or somebody that's like uh Spanish Spanish or or uh African or or where wherever you're from. Like I think of American or European white rich people. Yeah, European is a, is a mainly. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I I assume that it's really really difficult especially like for people of color to find sponsors and then it limits, you know, it limits their um their opportunity even though they could be like the next big name the next big racer it limits their options yes especially yeah. because when it, i mean if you want to go up a division uh you you need sponsors and you need that money and it's not as easy to get that money yeah that that's like damn yeah, that, that's why I like this topic, because it exposes not only money, it exposes some other issues inside of F1. Yeah. No, and I, I, love I mean, I want to I see it grow into something that we can all enjoy. 
I mean, F1, if I'm, it, they should take a different approach. I know it's going to be hard because, you know, a lot of teams are probably going to quit because they won't make enough money. But it shouldn't, it, it should be like any other sport. If you see somebody that's good, you sign them. You get, um, you, you, you get sponsors depending on the quality and the popularity of your racers, not the racers bringing the sponsors to you, you know? Yeah, That's I mean, it's easy to say it. It's, 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 it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to grab whoever is better. But, I mean, again, Williams has teams need money. And there are teams that are struggling each year to just stay alive. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally get that. I think the problem with that, with my with what I said, is that it's like systematically built in this system that is already there. That so that it's so difficult. It's gonna be really difficult for it to change, you know. Yeah, but but at that point, you will you will be injecting artificial money into the teams, and that would mean that there will be no teams dying, no new teams. Just the same, just the same ten teams, ten teams, man. Right. That, that Which does happen. Ferrari has a big a big injection of money from the FIA, but because well, that's that's uh, Ferrari. That's Ferrari. Yeah, that's Ferrari. Yeah, that's, so, they don't count. They don't count. Yeah, so Latif is just an example of, uh, he's, he's all right, but there are a lot of other options that you mm -hmm. can go for. Well, if I had to define a paid driver, um, I would define it as an Uber driver. Somebody that I pay to drive. You know, somebody that is being paid to drive. And, you know, that includes Formula one racers and Formula two and three and, or whatever. They, they, still get, they, they still get salaries. Well, yeah, obviously, or else they nobody would do it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like especially with like the rich people, they know that like if I if if they're only going to pay in order to do it, they might as well just find a cheaper alternative and like you know go racing with a bunch of buddies with like a rented out car, you know, rather than literally join a league where there's no way of profiting because. They it, it, clearly they know how to handle money, and clearly they're really good with handling money. If they made it to that point and have years and years of experience of being a multimillionaire, however, here's here's where you know things kind of change. It's it's like I completely lost my train of thought. I completely no, I forgot it, what man. I was going to say. I got it. It's 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 frustrating. But next 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 driver, next driver, it's. Ooh, okay, you got another one. Oh, this is this is my favorite driver to hate. Okay, oh, you know, oh, when, whoa, you know, whoa, we shifted you know, gears. You know, you know when you love to hate something. Oh, I feel you on that. There's people in my school that I just love the fact that I just hate them with a per with a burning passion. Oh man, this, I'm, I'm this just guy. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I don't hate anybody, except except for maybe one or two people. But but I don't hate anybody. This guy, my dude, Nikita Mazepin, better known, uh, better known as Nikita Mazespin. <laughs> yeah, he has a, he, he has a, I, I hate that name already. You're right. Okay, so what's Nikita Mazepin's story? Even in karting, okay, you know, you know, like every single F1 driver, including Nicholas Latifi, who had a non-impressive career before F1. Had a, has a lot of championships on karting. Right. Yeah, Mazepin has none of that. Cool. Then we go into F3. 2016, 
dead last. Then he went into some other divisions. Then he went into F2. 2019 to 2020, two years in F2. First year was bad, even for a rookie. And on his second year, he was sort of fighting for the championship. He ended up being on sixth place, which is, I mean... What? That's not bad. Wait, how many... How many, how many uh, uh, seeds are there? Like, how, 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 what's I mean, the lowest you could get? 20, 20, 20, 20 drivers. So oh, what's the lowest you could get? 20th. 20th, okay. I mean, that's so decent then. He was sixth on his second year. No, actually, I think, I think he finished... No, he finished eighth. He finished eighth on that year. Okay, that's a little less impressive. So, I mean, it's your second year. I mean, yes, it did show a little bit of improvement. But at the beginning of the season, you were... Actually, fighting for the championship, you just, like, trickle down. Lack of consistency, you might say it. So, okay. But not impressive. Right. Uh, then in F1... Oh, my God. He was picked up by the Haas F1 team. Um, this, is, this is when he got his nickname, Massespin. So, his name is Ma- M- Massepin. But he got the nickname Masses Spin because of how often he loses control of the car. I thought his his nickname would be something like Massive Peen. No, Masses Spin. That's oh, how much yeah, he because ma- Massive Peen would be would be uh uh you know, it would help him out. Yeah. Yeah. So on a person year, not good enough. I mean, it just sounds like Latifi, right? Here's a real problem. When he was fighting, well, he was when he was racing uh, on F three. You know, he finished that dead last that, that year, as I as I told you. Um he he f- how do I put this? Okay, so there was this one race uh where he was, you know, racing as racers do. Yeah, and but you know, was, racers do race. That that's the thing that's race, the thing they right? do. So so he was trying to overtake his teammate Callum Callum Island, which isn't that bad, you know? You're you're trying to gain places, overtaking your teammate isn't a, a bad thing. It's part of racing. It's a sport. You gotta beat whoever you 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 come up, come across. Okay, so it's normal. But after trying to overtake him, and you know, a little fight between the cars, um, Masapin got mad at what happened on on the on the track. And he, when, when the race finished, he went over to Callum Adler and beat the absolute crap out of him. Uh-huh. Left Callum Adler with a swollen jaw, several cuts on his face, and a black eye. And, that, and, and nobody cared? The, the, team, the team that, remember, their teammates, the team that, that, that they were both racing for, uh, made a public apology, but Nikita never made an apology. What? How could you not hate on this guy? So you're in F3, and you go out of your way. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Altercations, fighting, it's a you sport. Don't, you don't beat the shit out of somebody else. You don't beat the shit out of somebody else, especially if they're your teammates. Yeah, and they're better than you. Yes, Calamala was actually pretty good that year. 
Oh, oh no, no, they might be a little worse. But but they're still your teammate. Yeah. So uh, then that's not his only thing. Okay, Nikita Mazepin has a terrible personality. So problems on F two. On F two, he was. Uh, very much he was doing some dangerous driving uh some people some i remember i remember watching one of the of the races i think it was was it a serpentine I, I think it was Azerbaijan. and and i remember the commentators saying he looks drunk what on the way he was driving they commentated he looks drunk <laughs> Because of how much he was swerving, <laughs> and he was swerving side to side on the on the circuit. Can you imagine a drunk Formula One? Yes, I can. That's Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> okay, Formula One has a lot in this field of, of, of yeah. You got James Hunt, you got Kimi Raikkonen. You could go back. To, I think Schumacher did it once. Oh, there, there's a long history on on alcoholism in F1. Oh, that's so good. No, no, so, no, but like imagine a full race of just people that are drunk. Oh that would God. be that would be so funny. Maybe do it with drunk goggles. Oh no, but I mean, except for the crashes and the death that might happen, it would be pretty cool. It would be pretty funny. Yeah, maybe maybe make them race with like some puny ass car that can almost run. Oh my so God! Like, what if not dangerous? Okay. Almost like bumper car. Hear me out. Hear me out. I have an idea. Okay, and I'm pitching this to Formula One. Uh, when we get off, um, here how here's how it's gonna work. Okay, you make a huge, huge racetrack for bumper cars, and then you have Formula One racers with uh, either drunk or with drunk goggles or something like that, and they race with bumper cars. That. That would be the the funniest and coolest thing I think anybody will ever see out of a Formula One race. I know I would watch that. I know people at home would watch that. I know you would watch that. I would. I would. But and yeah, and then and then that way, you know, you could have like like a a twenty year a twenty year five year old unexperienced uh, driver become the next professional drunk bumper bumper car champion. You know. Actually, the closest thing that you're like that could be, the closest thing that well, the, the similar thing that, oh my god, I forgot English. Okay, so there is this one. The idea thing. it's so is it the idea is so good that that yes, you just it, forgot there, everything. They're, they're like from time to time they would do simulated races. Like they would they would grab drivers and put them into cockpits that are for for your computer. You know. Right. For for driving into in a, in a game basically, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you have seen like any of those racers, but like I don't know if it's just F one drivers, but they don't they don't take that shit seriously. <laughs> they 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 crash into <laughs> each other. Yeah, and, like, no. Fuck everyone else's race. No, it's like it's like a wrestling match, but with cars. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So, uh, okay, so this is when things get a little serious. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so in F1, he was, uh, he was a dangerous driver, uh, serving a lot of side-to-side, making a lot of collisions, quite literally. 
And he received a lot of penalty points. Uh, penalty points are the system that the FIA, the organization that controls, controls these divisions, uh, uses to say, hey, uh, we're gonna, we're not letting you doing that. We're gonna punish you. We're gonna give you some points. And those points are penalty points. And when you get enough of them, you're basically out. You're not okay. allowed to drive. So he got a lot of penalty points. Oh, like, uh, like he gets kicked out of the league? Yes, yes, you could get kicked out. Okay. With enough penalty points. Uh, he didn't get enough penalty points, but he did receive some penalty points for that. So I guess it's a way of controlling the dude, you know, like a slap on the wrist. Right. But, oh my God. But. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> but, oh my God. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so he was, he was, it was announced that he was going to drive for Haas F1 team, uh, a team that needed money. Because, of course, that's the trend with these pay drivers. Um, and soon after it was announced that he was going to drive for that team, he went out and party, which is normal. You know, they're drivers. They like party now. They have money, so they do it. Right. So he went out partying, and he filmed himself um, on the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Touching a woman who didn't Man, like what? It, who didn't like that and who wasn't on par of what was going on. Wait, so he she so he was found sexually harassing a woman? Yes. And he filmed himself and he uploaded that to his own stories. What why? Because the dude's an it's thick. He's a dick. What? And that's how so, he got kicked out? You wish. I wish. So, Has F1 team just went, Oh, no, we're, we're going to make him a better person. No that's, way. He didn't get kicked out? didn't kick, get kicked out. He didn't get fired. He was just like, Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to turn him into a great person. Bitch, this is F1. No fucking Alcoholics Anonymous, man. What? So he was he was kept for the for the upcoming season for last season which which was is this when everybody started like hating him? Yes. yes okay. This is a, per, per, yeah. Good. 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 And uh, the team make a public announcement. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on him as if it's a fucking. <laughs> we're project. gonna make him a better person. Yeah, that's basically what they said. So and oh, the girl made an announcement, uh, saying, "Nah, it was a joke and and stuff." And uh, Massapin made a Twitter apology, and that's about it. But that's about it. That Twitter apology has been erased from his account. What? So, yeah, I don't know. You, you, you tell me what that means. That is... And later on, the girl has been seen posting a lot of stuff about don't you know don't 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 let people harass you. Don't. For example, there's this. Uh, there's a screenshot from from this girl's stories. You know, the girl that was abused by Nikita Masipin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those Insta questions where she answers and stuff. So she puts on the question, "Which one?" Okay, so it, it says advice to your younger self, and she writes, uh, "Don't drink with assholes." Oh. And then he later. He, she later puts. Mine would be, uh, as I advise your younger self, don't let anyone touch you or disrespect you again. 
That so, is messed up. Things didn't end up on a good way, clearly. And uh, him erasing the the comments and has doing absolutely nothing about it. It just seems to be like, yeah, you got money, you can do whatever you want. Not mm-hmm. only an F1. And F1 is not going to do anything about it. Okay, so the, the FIA did punish, punish Nikita Mazepin in a way. Uh, they didn't let him race with his country flag. That's, that's it. That's, that's all they did to him. Yeah, so he's Russian, so he technically races as a guy that has no nationality. On uh, okay. That's it. That's it. Well, Lewis, we are um, kind of running out of time. So do you have any uh, closing remarks? Say, end, end the story. Okay, closing remarks. Um, so Nikita's Masterpiece bought, well, he, he doesn't buy the team. He's the main sponsor. He made the car, basically the Russian flag, which was just a horror deal. And on his season in F1, first way he says, I'm going to show everyone else that I'm a good driver, okay? First fucking turn of the of, of the race he crashes and the whole system is just that shit it's just that shit you can find you could find compilations of f1 drivers just screaming on the radio what is this idiot doing there's no way so the first the first his first race back he crashes on the first turn yeah he makes the public oh announcement God. saying i'm gonna shut every hater out there first turn crashes <laughs> That you know, when someone, crashes, when someone crashes, there's a safety car that they, they bring out so the drivers would slow down so they can clean and make sure everything is fine. At the end of the first race of his first season, the safety car, the safety car has made more laps than him. Oh, my God. So then we get very quickly to Guanju Show, which is another example of Latifi. But it gets worse because he 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 didn't let another driver who was oh my god so he didn't let another driver who won who was Oscar Piastri he won F three and F two on his rookie years back to back every single driver that has done that goes straight to F one Charles Leclerc George Russell they all they're all in F one they all did that and Oscar Piastri no job. And he can he can stay on F two because when you when you when you win either on F two F four or F three when you win you're not allowed to 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 be in the division for the next year. Mm-hmm. It's like so so basically for him and 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 when you win when you when you win F two you're basically guaranteed a seat into the F one. But he won he won F two and it was like congratulations you're unemployed now. <laughs> <laughs> And Guanju Show has again a non-exceptional career, a lot oh of money, Chinese, and he he's bringing a lot of money. Oh, that is that is too funny. Crashes his first turn, and then when he and then when he wins that season, it's like congratulations, you're done racing. <laughs> like that. Yeah, crashes on the on his first turn. Turn Guanju Show didn't won that that season of F two, but the guy who won it didn't win into F one. On he, and, he, and it was his rookie year. At that point, Guanju Show had already two years of experience on F2. Oh my god, that, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is... It, it, it's hilarious, but it sucks. It sucks because that's, that's what you were asking me at the beginning of this. Oh, I Does would imagine that that's a, devastating. A guy that, that is very talented, very fucking talented, could not get into F1? Yes, Oscar Piastri. We are yeah. all screaming at everybody. 
to get Oscar Piastri a chance. Mm-hmm. But there are some good, you know, paid drivers. At, at the beginning, Lando Norris, who's now regarded as top five, top four drivers in F1, he, he at the beginning, he was, you know, uh, sort of like detached as a, as, a, as a paid driver, but he's really good. He's a youngster that has a lot of promise, and he's set up to be a legend in F1. Right. And we can go back in time. This, this is not a, a new thing. Pay drivers are a long, from a long time ago. We got Nicky Lauda, who drove on the 70s and 80s. And he, he started as a pay driver, and he ended up being a three-time world F1 champion. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing. He's, he's regarded as a legend. There's an actual movie about him, Rush. And it's a really good movie. Oh, I've go seen it. Yeah, go. It's amazing. So that's that's Nicky Lauda. That's the guy yeah, that Rush that is a great movie. Face. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's it's really good. So there, there there's good things and bad things about pay drivers. On F1, pay drivers, yes, they are needed, but it just staggers the progress of F1 as a sport. Right, I agree with you. Some professional guys say that Williams is. On a, on a downhill, well, has been on a downhill for a couple of years because of paid drivers, because of people like Nicholas Latifi, because of people like Lance Stroll that have been on Williams and that have just staggered the team. Yeah. Not letting them grow. Yeah. So there are good things and bad things, man, but yeah. it needs well, to change. Something needs to be changed. Well, um, like, the cannot be out of F1. Uh, well, that was an interesting conversation. Uh, to say the least. Um, um, congratulations, Lewis. Uh, you're unemployed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that that this was this was good. Um, I this episode is probably only going to come out um like a week after the first episode. I think that I'm gonna do a weekly basis, and. I am really excited to see where this is going to go. So uh, with that being said, thank you everybody so much uh, for listening, for tuning in for this week's episode of Strangers Without Dangers. My name is Yarden. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my name is Lewis. And thank you (laughs) so much for listening. Have a good day. Have a good night. Wherever you are, stay safe. Bye-bye.